good day to you, church. It is Wednesday, and I have a confession to make. I have not seen Groundhog's Day. And perhaps that means nothing to you, and if so, just stick with me here for a minute or so. But if, if, if you're reeling, if you're reeling in your car or your living room or your kitchen right now that I have not seen Groundhog's Day, please extend forgiveness to me. I may never see it, but I was talking to a friend about it, and they mentioned that this movie has um, it's come to their mind quite frequently in this season because it feels like day in and day out as they're in their home, they're living the same moment. And each day it's like a reset button. And so they walked me through the contours of this, this movie. And so this is secondhand now, but um, what, I, what I loved of their reflection on Groundhog Day was the redemptive aspect in mind. And what I mean is this, is that somehow repetition has a way of getting our attention. Repetition forms us. And in moments like this, we actually get to see where our heart and where our attention and affections are truly at. You know, this past weekend on Sunday, there was this um, this illustration of um, a like a garden that had been stripped back in the fall, that perhaps some ivy had encroached and it was pulled back and the ground was barren. It was exposed roots and, and eventually the rains came and it was just mud and the winter came and some snow was there and the spring unfolds. It's just, it looks pretty gross. That's what this season is doing. It's, it's pulled back in us, that like the barren parts of our hearts and the, like the hardened parts even. And we're beginning to see what, where are we? And as if, if we're bold enough to like shine, look into the mirror of this moment and, and see ourselves fully, we might also be able to see that now as spring is giving way, there's new growth that's taking place. It's as though the encroaching element of, the, of those vines, of the ivy, actually was choking out. It looked like it, the ground was flourishing, but it was actually choking out the potential that was there. And, and in the reflections on Groundhog Day, that there was potential in this person to re-engage in this monotonous moment to actually see something greater in that moment than they had ever seen. And that was to extend grace and kindness. Ronald Rollheiser, who I've like grown to love in this season, he, he says this talking about blessing. He says, when we bless others, stroking them gently with understanding and forgiveness, we make secret covenants. That's an, an agreement, a, a binding contract stronger though than a contract. We make secret covenants, giving them something to keep. So let me just read that one more time. When we bless others, stroking them gently with understanding and forgiveness, we make secret covenants, giving them something to keep. You could say it this way in shorthand. When we bless, we give others something worthwhile. And, you know, like I said, I may never see Groundhog Day, 
But as my friend shared his interaction with that movie and as it gave a platform for him to reflect on these moments, he recognized that the season is like a giant mirror exposing these not-so-beautiful patches of soil. And so here, here's just a reminder. Maybe this is a bit more of a, a pastoral tone to this podcast, hopeful, hoping to like draw our hearts and attentions to Jesus, but let me just remind you of the parable of the soil or the parable of the sower. In Mark 4, Jesus just lays this simple teaching out in front of crowds that, that there's a sower that goes out. And the sower is abundantly generous. As the seed scatters from his hand, it's, it lands on paths, it drips down off the path, it rolls off into rocky places. There's soil that has some thorns in it, and there's other soil then that is fertile. And as the seed participates with the soil, there's, there's some that grows up in um, the internal pressures or the external pressures. There's no yielding. Some of the seed is snatched up, but other spaces, there's, there's an abundant harvest. See, right now we have a moment to reflect. This isn't a commentary on the soil or condition of your heart. This is a commentary on our moment of, of an opportunity to reflect, to give pause to the, the hustle and the bustle of our everyday life where when we complete work, we feel this anxious moment of like, okay, well, maybe I need to get ahead rather than just being done, being present to those with us. So maybe, maybe today, as we think about blessing, we might recall that God has blessed us in Christ. See, Paul, who has been deeply impacted by, by Jesus, like has this dramatic encounter with him and ends up writing a bulk of the, the New Testament, the scriptures that we have. He says that we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, which means that when Jesus blessed us, he gave us something worthwhile. And I, th I think that this is a moment for us to grasp onto what those worthwhile things are. So what is it? What has Jesus blessed you with? You'll be amazed when you start counting your blessings. Like, like you know, Ch Chance the Rapper will talk about counting your blessings and, um, or, or you'll have a hashtag blessed to be cliche. But in all sincerity, if you were to take out a journal, maybe the one that's in your junk drawer or just um, some sticky notes and get a, a pencil or a pen and start writing out the blessings in your life, I guarantee that you would be surprised by the joy that you see flowing from the tip of your pen. It, 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 because that's God tangibly meeting you. You know, I, I don't know where you're at today. I don't know what the condition of your heart is. I, I, I don't know a lot about what your circumstances are. Because right now I'm, I'm talking into a microphone and staring at a screen. But what I do know 
is that the worthwhile measures that God has given us in Christ are not to sit idle. He intends for us to take those into our hands and our hearts, to, to hold them dear, to, to measure their contours, to see them in action. See, each and every one of you, you're, you're wired up in this beautiful way. Like I think about my wife and her capacity to receive from others, her capacity to, to give attention to others, to like calm a moment, but to be like this connective measure of peace. When she gives that away from a healthy place, it's amazing. You However, you're like, you have this like pugnacious spirit. You're um, like some people would call you aggressive when they're not secure in themselves. But you know, like when you see something and there's value and there's justice in mind, like you will go after it. These are things that God is drawing out of you. And yet... Sometimes when we see the vines pulled back and we look at the soil, we look at it, it's not the most beautiful thing. Think about the tender mercies of God right now and how he is slowly and patiently cultivating that. Like when you see a sprout come up from the ground, you don't know what that sprout is going to give way into. Sometimes it turns and blossoms into this beautiful flower that you, you never expected to behold that beauty. And then those flowers end up covering the whole landscape and it's amazing to behold. And yet at first it, it was but a blade coming up from mounds of dirt. So sit with that mirror and ask God in these next moments, to search your heart, to reveal to you how he's blessed you. My encouragement to you today is like to actually do this, to write these things down and don't, don't stop. Like continue to count those blessings and then like work through them, add to this list. And as you write them down, know that God's nearness to you is your good. May you today experience the blessing and the abundant mercy of God. Grace and peace to you all.